There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. We can change our mind as much as we want or turn over a new leaf. That's not going to change our heart. And here's an illustration I often use. You know, if I only had a few months to live and had a good physical heart that could be used to help someone, and then someone told me that you needed my heart, I would greatly give it to you upon my death. Then that day comes and I take off for heaven. They remove my heart. You're all prepped and you're waiting. The surgery goes well and Now you have my heart with inside of you. You now have been healed enough to where you can go home. And on the way home, your family says, you know, you've been eating hospital food for a long time now. Let's go and get one of your favorite dishes. And because everyone knows that you love fish, your order comes, you look at it, but something's changed about it. It's kind of grossing you out. You think it must be just because of the surgery and the hospital food. And and so you take a bite and you choke it down. And you tell everyone, man, I hate this. It's gross. It's disgusting. And they're shocked. And you order something else. No one thinks of it. And as you heal, you start doing things around the house. And you notice that a light bulb has blown and you got to change it. And so you go and get your little step ladder and you get the new bulb and You start up the ladder when you notice that you start feeling wobbly and and dizzy. And the fear of heights has overcome you. You have no clue where this has come from. You've never been afraid of heights before. And again, you think, well, it must have been all the time that I spent laying down in recovery. But it never improves. These things continue to happen with more things coming, good and bad. Your first post-op appointment comes and you tell the doctor about these things that have been happening to you. And he replies, well, we scientifically, when we put another person's heart in you, you will take on some of those things that they like or did not like. This is what's happening with you. And you ask why? It's because you have a new heart. You see, my friend, without a new heart, there's no change of good or bad. You can change your mind all you want, but it's not going to do any good. Uh, When you have a new heart, this is what Jesus must do to people before their thinking can change. Sure, some temporary things may change in their thinking due to a hard circumstance like prison or a loss of everything, but it won't last because the same heart is in you. Does this mean Jesus removes the physical heart and replaces it? No, but he spiritually does. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 11, For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of uh, God, uh, even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. 
Verse 14 says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can they uh, be known of them because they are spiritually discerned. Uh, this does not make sense to a person who does not have Jesus as Christ, uh, Christ as Savior. It sounds crazy. Why? Because God has not spiritually changed their heart. Why does the heart need to be changed? Jeremiah 17, 9 makes it clear the heart is deceitful above all things. <coughs> Excuse me. And desperately wicked. Who can know it? Our hearts are so wicked and evil that if our hearts and the devil were to meet in a dark alley, the devil would have to bow down to our heart because it's more wicked than even himself. This is why the Bible says people do what they do. Now it goes on and says in Jeremiah 17, 10, it says, but I, the Lord, try to search the heart and I try the reins to give every man according to his ways, according to to the fruit of his doing. You know, God is searching the hearts. Proverbs 20, 27 says that the spirit of God is a candle that lighteth the inward parts. God has put a spirit in every man, woman, and child that's ever born. And he uses that spirit to try to give them that light, to try to get them to see, start seeing their need for a savior, start seeing their need to uh, come to him, start seeing that need. And then when they start seeking him, he uses that candle to light the, and expose the deep inner things of God that he's trying to get them to see, that he's trying to bring underneath the law and bring, show them their condemnation, show them why they're guilty, show them why he had to die for them. God wants to spiritually replace our wicked heart with a new heart that he changes. The Bible says in Ezekiel chapter 11, verses 19 and 20, it says, and I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within you because remember now we're born with the spirit of man in us. We're born with the spirit of the world in us. That new spirit, that small s spirit is the spirit of Jesus Christ. And he puts that new spirit within us and he says, I will take, uh, the stony heart out of your flesh and will give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and my ordinances and do them and they shall be my people and I will be their God. You see, with this new heart, we can now live the life God has for us. Spiritually, now things will make sense to us and, and our lives and our thinkings will change and will become that new person that Second Corinthians 5.17 talks about. Therefore, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creature. That means that's a definite article. It means when a Jesus Christ is abiding in a person, they are a new creature. That does not mean they're a new creation. They are the, have the same body with the same nature, but they have a new nature that's living inside of them now called Jesus Christ that makes them that new creature. And you know what it says? And it says, uh, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creature. All things are become new. Behold, all things are become new. God makes all things new. All the old things start passing away in our life and all the things that he wants in our lives start becoming new in our life. Why? Because he says here in Ezekiel that they, they may walk in my statutes and keep my ordinances and do them. We'll want to desire the word of God. We'll desire the things of church. We'll desire to hear the preaching. And not only will we desire to do them, uh, hear them, but we'll want to do them. As James says, don't be just a hearer of the word of God, but doer. 
And that, that new desire comes in our heart when you're saved, that you want to live. Be holy for I am holy. That's a that's a desire that comes in our heart now. We want to live holy. We want to turn away from those things that were unholy. We want to get away from those things that once so easily beset us. That's the, what a new heart does. It gives you new desires and new ways of lives. And God, this is not something that we can do in our life. And this is proof of this. This is the miracle that Jesus does to a person. Look at John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13 says, But as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man. This is not a physical birth that we're looking at here. This is a spiritual birth because it says at the end of that, it says, but of God. God gives a new life inside that person. You know, this isn't just for the long life criminal and addict such as myself. This is for the socially acceptable good person. This is for the lost church person. This is for the church person that's sitting in church who have made wrong choices. Why? Because we're all sinners. We all have a sin nature and we're all need of a new heart in which Jesus Christ gives. But my friend, are you like the woman at the well who only sees the spiritual aspect of things? Or do you, or excuse me, the physical aspect of things? Or will you allow God to open your eyes to the, the, the spiritual aspects of things? And you know, Jesus Christ said in John 4, 18, when he told her about her five husbands, she said, thou art served, I, 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 I perceive that thou art a prophet. She understood what she was in God's eyes. And you know what happened? The woman in verse 25 saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh which is called Christ. When he has come, he will tell us of all things. And Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And you know what happened? That woman understood that. And she went back and she had a testimony in verse 28. And it says, And the woman left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men, Come and see a man which told me all things that I ever did. Is this not the Christ? She understood that it was no longer the physical things that she needed that was going to make her happy. It wasn't the physical water that was going to take care of the thirst that was inside of her. But it was that spiritual everlasting water, that everlasting life that Jesus Christ was going to give to her. And she understood that. And when she got it, when she understood how she was uh, uh, guilty and got under, and under the condemnation through the laws of God, she repented, she turned, and you know what she did? She had a testimony, and she went and told all the people that she came in contact with of this man, Jesus Christ, and what he told her of. My friends, Jesus Christ wants to do the same for each and every person on this earth, each and every person that is living today, and each and every person that will live in the future. So are we saved by love? Or are we saved by the laws of God? I believe we're saved by both. But today, like I said earlier, we're going about it in the wrong order. We're preaching the love of Christ without the laws of Christ. And a person must come under the condemnation of the law first and then see the love that Jesus Christ had for them in spite of this 
which is called the gospel or the good news of Jesus Christ. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning and he longs to return to the Lord as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing For the prodigal child has come home And the saints all with gladness are singing